1: 1017 FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty honored to have uh, Council Member Ursula Bowman and her husband, former Council Chairman Jerry Bowman, joining us in studio this morning. First of all, good morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Thank
1: you. Pull it real close to you there. We want to be able to
2: hear you. Good morning. Lots of folks listening to you guys today. Uh, let's start with the, the, Let's start with how you, Mister Bowman, Jerry. Uh, you were called out. Um. A week or so ago, not by name specifically, but but uh, Mr. Green said
1: other council previous
2: chairmen have given raises without a vote of the council, inferring you had done it. Um, you went before them at their special meeting and said it never happened.
3: Right, correct. I, I and
2: you stand by that.
3: I do to this day.
2: The memo they sent out yesterday or the day before that said had your name on it, saying here is a pay raise for the city council staffers. Um, we kind of found out that was done in budgets time, correct? Correct. So, wasn't you just that, winging it?
3: That passed unanimously. with all seven <laughs> voted on it. Yes,
2: ma'am. How did they not go research that and find... I mean, I found it in like seven minutes, Jerry. Well,
3: it didn't even take that long.
2: No, it didn't.
3: Well, I think they, they found it probably quicker than you did and just took the back sheet off and placed <laughs> it out front.
1: <laughs> because the front sheet said initiated... And approved by. Right. But that one line. And that's the only thing that they they waived.
2: You could have worded that memo differently, I bet. Yes. Possibly. Would have done yes. that differently. Right. Um, they've apologized to you. You went up yesterday briefly. I found the apology from Reverend Green a little bit shallow. I don't know if you did too. But I was curious about how you felt hearing that from him yesterday.
3: I would have. I would have expected or thought that I probably would have got a a phone call not not because I'm the great Jerry Bowman but just because of the relationship that he stated we had um he could have called me ahead of time and told me mm-hmm. you know how how that happened and how it, it it could have been misinterpreted and it probably would have went by a little better and that goes for Councilman Jackson also
2: Mhm Ursula Bowman You are going to be persona non grata now. Um, You have stepped out and you have done wrong. I'm fine with that. I'm fine
4: with that. Um, I've always been independent. I will always be independent and never intimidated easily.
2: How did this all get discovered? You know, little birds have told me how it really did happen. Do you know? Can you tell us?
4: Um, I can tell you bits and pieces. Um, I was actually out of town for two days. I got a phone call late when I was at the hotel and started hearing all of these different rumors. Didn't know if they were true. I always like to investigate my own investigation before I just put rumors out mm-hmm. like they did with my husband. Right. So um, I called Councilman Green and explained to him what I had heard. And I asked him if it was true. And he said, yeah, I want to bless those women. I said, but you didn't have the right it just was not in the charter so we hung up and so the next morning I woke up bright and early Saturday morning I called councilwoman Taylor she told me that James Green was the chairman and what he said what he said if he said it it's right i called um councilman um Jackson he told me that he would discuss issues with the three of us but he had to stay there between us. He wasn't discussing with the other council members. Wow. And he directly told me that if um, if I didn't agree with him, he said, they're they going to need you to do a special um, vote on this. He said, just you know we won't be vote- voting with you on anything. And I said, you know what, Councilman Jackson? I said, if that's the way y'all want to play games, I'm fine with it. I said, because, because the three of you will have more legislation than I'll ever have. And I thought we were friends opposed to colleagues. But when you show me who you are, I'm going to believe you. I came here to work for the city. Y'all came here to intimidate people that don't work well with me.
1: When you came in the room wow. this morning, before we before we started, I told you, I, I applaud you for your actions last week when you stood up for what you felt was right, even though it went against uh, probably what the others wanted you to do. And and I commend you for that. And I commend you for coming into this room and talking with us this morning. Well, I thank you. Well, thank for that. you.
4: I usually hide from the cameras and the radio just because um, that's not what I'm here for. I'm not grandstanding. I don't want to run for mayor. Don't know if I want to run for council again. I want to serve the people in my community. Um, it's just hard when people play politics and they talk about the race game. It's it's, it's black on black race every single day, but they don't talk about those issues. I mean, they don't talk about. They talk about bullying in the school system. What about bullying on the horseshoe? I that mean, that, that to me
2: yesterday was so embarrassing to bring out. This is a this is an attack on black women, and you're sitting there as a freaking black woman. Yes, going. And I'm Ms. here to do the right thing. And
4: Miss Erin, um, I'm from Lafayette, country girl, all black. You can hear the Creole accent. It's no secret. Um, I, my husband get on me all the time for going outside with no shoes on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what I do. You, you have you shoes on today. Guys. I have on it's shoes cringing. this morning. It's yes. Cringing over there. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's probably embarrassed. That's all right. That's the best. That's who I am. I have a relationship with all of those women in the council office every last one of them. I felt bad for them. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it wasn't about them. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It was not about them. No one tried. I mean, I kept saying, let's move forward on Wednesday evening. But sometimes you have to deflect
2: when you're wrong. Who, who brought up the idea of let's give the council staff a pay raise the year after the whole city got a 13% increase? That looks... Ooh, I'm not going to say the word. Right.
4: And I think from, um, you know, I don't want to take the investigation, to be honest with you. But one council member asked for a raise. Two other, well, two others, one staffer asked for a raise. Two other staffers said, you can't. There, she's not getting a raise unless I get a raise. Who did they ask for a raise from? Um, Chairman Green.
2: So when he got at his news conference a week or so ago and said, nobody asked for a raise.
4: That was untrue. It was a it was, it was an untrue, you know, honest anything?
2: honest to God, untrue,
1: untrue. So the staff members did ask for a raise.
4: One did, mm-hmm. and then you had two other other staff members that said, oh, "I need a raise also." And then our new council of affairs just had a verbal that he hadn't did one thing right since he's been there, not one thing. And they were just trying to find out how could they fire this man. If it took four votes, if Green could fire him, if Miss Fleming could fire him.
2: He just got reprimanded?
4: Yes. And he got a $4,000 raise.
2: <laughs> y'all are going to make my head explode. Did you bring some medication with you?
3: I said mine before I came.
2: Did not I didn't. Can y'all stay with us? We can. We can. Oh, I need Xanax or something. Ruben, what you got? It's in studio
1: with Councilmember Ursula Bowman and her husband, Jerry Bowman. Mike and McCarty will be back after the break.
0: 101.7 FM. Back to the big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keele.
1: 1017 FM, 710 Keele. Mike and McCarty in studio with Councilwoman Ursula Bowman, her husband, former Council Chair Jerry Bowman. Jerry, I was so disappointed yesterday when, when it just devolved into race and victimhood. And... It's, you just made the comment. It's not always black and white. It's not a race issue.
3: No, it's not. I I, I actually went through uh, some of the same, and I, I was so happy to hear my wife state that uh, yesterday. It's not always about black and white. It's not always race. Uh, it's just about doing the right thing. And and years ago, last, last year, I went through some of the same thing. We had the same conversations, and it was like, well, you know, you 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 tend to you know side with them, you know, at times. And I was like, no, it's just, you know, it's the right thing to do. Even, you know, Council Member Flurry and, you know, I want to bring his name up in good graces. Um, We had those conversations all the time. And he was like, you know, I got beat up for, you know, voting with you on that. And I said, well, I appreciate it. He said, well, it was just the right thing to do. And, and
2: That's what it is.
3: It's the right thing to do.
2: And sometimes sometimes the right thing to do for you is not going to be the right thing to do for me. But we're going to meet in the middle and go, you know what? That's right for what your district wants. And maybe it's not right. And we all have to understand that.
4: And respect people's wishes, how they feel like they want to vote. Some things are personal. Some things are just business. It don't mean that you're the enemy now because you didn't vote with me. Everyone has their own decisions. And 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 you look at each issue different. It's not all about race and, it's, and the bullying. I mean, I don't take bullying well. I don't take threats well.
2: When you heard Mr. Green say that it, this is not just white racism, it, you know, it's, it's it's black racism, too. He was talking to you, Ursula <laughs> Bowman. Yes, yes,
4: he was. Directly. Yes, yes, he was. And I thought we were better friends than we are. He's one of the councilmen that I talk to a lot Like every morning we talked, we talked. So when he said that, I was fine with it. Sometimes they look at the color of your skin and they think this way or that way. I treat everybody the same. I don't see race unless race see me. That's just completely how I've
2: always been. Where do we go from here? Um, There are a lot of people calling for Mr. Green to step down and that we need a new council chair to kind of bring the city together. Is that something you would be willing to do? Um. Um. Right now, it would be something I'd have to think about. To
4: be honest, um, I haven't thought about it. Um, I think that right now, when this administration came in, everyone everyone was hopeful that the council would work together and it would see changes in their city. Um, my citizens want the basic needs. They want their um, the, the, the lawn around the area clean. They want their potholes fixed. Y'all worked a lot hard on that yesterday, didn't you? We did, we did. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. A lot of city business was taken care of yesterday, wasn't it?
4: Right. You're right. Um, but that's what I signed up for when I knocked on doors and talked to people. I didn't want to tell them untrue. I don't want to do the drama and, and play the blame game. I want to get work done. It's embarrassing when my family from Lafayette come here to visit and they see how dirty our city is. See that the, at, at night it's pitch dark steel. I'm working on lights. I know, Erin, is a pet peeve of yours. Oh, boy.
2: But that's what I came there for, not to fight with colleagues about race. What will it take for you to make a move to become chairman? I mean, obviously you're going to pray about it, but uh, if if there was a move among other council members to make you the chairman to kind of bring us together, what would it take? Um, It would take a lot of prayer.
4: Um, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but it would take a lot of prayer. Um, Just deciding. um, My hopes and my prayers are that we can work together, move forward, put in some procedures so this won't happen again. And so we can move forward. I mean, and don't be, don't double dip and be vice versa. Because, you know, Chairman Green, um, Alan Jackson spoke about, um, polling the council. When the Council of Affairs job came, he talked to each one of us, you poll the council.
2: So, we know it's rules, happening. This Yeah,
4: Rules the have to, the, rules need to be where they need to be and make sure it don't, it's when it's not best for you.
2: Where does this go from here? Where do you go from here in terms of I mean or do you expect to have kind of fractured relationships for a little while? Well she With was already told votes?
1: she's not going to be getting any more votes her way.
4: Right. Mm. So I'm going to go when we have 3 weeks off, hopefully everybody can kind of heal in their own way. Um when I go to, I'm going to continue doing for my district. Um I don't need their votes to do anything in my district. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be good. I make sure of that. Um but I won't do what, they, what they'll what they do. If it's something they need for their district and it's going to help and be the greater of Shreveport, I will vote with them.
5: Mm-hmm. Just
4: because I didn't go there to hold grudges or to bully. If it's going to help their community and they need my vote, they have it.
3: Specify if, when you say in they, that they is Councilwoman Taylor, Councilman Jackson, and Councilman Green, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Just any to
4: any of part. my council, any of my council persons, all other six. If they need my support, I'm getting anything done in their community whether they're black, green, purple, or brown, I'm going to help them. I have an African-American district mostly, mm-hmm. and I'm in, in the other, th- other three. We're sitting also. in it, aren't we? Right. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in my district. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never have ill feelings
2: where I won't vote to do what's right for the people. Let me ask you, if the pay raise issue is on the agenda at the next meeting or following meeting, does Ursula Bowman support it?
4: Um, no, I, I I can't right now. What I'm going to be looking forward to is maybe trying to get a median salary. So we can see right where these salaries need to be. Um, look at this real closely because I think we can all say we need a raise. I'm not saying they don't need a raise, but I need I need more information on that.
1: But there are certain facts that are immutable. Shreveport has a declining population. Right. Shreveport only can afford so much if you want to be that staff member. And make X amount of dollars, then go to San Antonio or go to Dallas, you know, a larger metroplex that can afford that kind of salary. Shreveport may not be able to afford that. Right. You're
4: you're absolutely right. I would like to see everyone get a raise.
1: Um, Of
4: course. When I see um, these young men cutting grass in 105, 107 degree degree weather, I want them to get a raise. When I see my trash workers with this smell in this hot sun i want them to have a raise so we need to look just at everything talk about it let's discuss things Um we can meet three council members two council members discuss before one person makes a decision we're the cao of the city council tom dark is the cao of the mayor's office mm-hmm. that needs to be understood it's a breakdown there so tom dark has can do things we can't do right it's not one council member that runs the whole council. You have seven council members. We're that's our department. We're the CAO, CAO not just the chairman. Not just me. It's the C it's the, we're all CAOs.
2: Last thirty seconds. Your message to James Green today.
4: Um, I still love you. Personal. It it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we can move forward. Um you're he's older than I am, but you know, you do better.
1: We need uh, more. We need more politicians like this lady right I'm here. I'm
2: telling you. I'm telling you. Thank yeah. you
1: so much for coming in this morning. Thanks,
2: Thank so-
0: Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel.
2: Do you ever have
1: just weird dreams?
2: Rarely. Every now and then, but rarely. It seems like all
1: of mine lately are just weird. Uh-oh. I was in some, it was, I was in like the city, okay? Mm-hmm. But it was like a, a 1970s movie inner city place. Seemed really crowded. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. But my bike was missing at some point. I came out and couldn't find, couldn't find my bike. Wow. And then it turned into my truck being gone. Okay. So I came out, my truck was gone and it had been towed apparently. But here's the weird, so this, this dude working at this garage, some guy, I don't know who it was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't wasn't anybody specific. Oh my. But he was saying, yeah, uh, he wasn't going to charge me. Okay. Here's your truck, but as he was telling me before, he could tell me, I, I, this, I don't even know what this means. Before he could tell me where my truck was, the garage door came down on top of his head and split his head open. Oh no! <laughs> and oh he no! crumbles to the ground. I'm like, dude, are you okay? Where's my truck? What
2: a freaky dream. I mean, it was so weird. Holy cow! I, I
1: don't, I don't know. No clue
2: what that means.
1: There, there's some dreams you just you wake up and you go. I'm really glad I woke up, and that's just yeah. a dream. Mm,
2: unreal. Very okay. strange. Oh boy! Did you hear Alan th- Jackson yesterday? I
1: did not.
2: Oh boy! I, you
1: know, I I I I still work when I leave here, so mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in the studio for the most of the day, so I, and and I didn't I didn't hear.
2: I didn't either. I was out drinking wine, so I missed it. But uh, <laughs> they they sent me the recording of it, and uh, we're gonna play a piece of that next.
0: Michael McCarty, what a. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Of course, Ursula Bowman and her husband,
1: Jerry Bowman, joined us yesterday morning um, sharing her thoughts on the city pay raises. Uh, Miss Bowman was the first to raise awareness the week before. Mm-hmm. When uh, she had heard about, she said she was out of town and heard about these these raises, right? That w- had not been addressed through the council. Nope. And so when she when she was in yesterday, of course, you heard the interview. She mm-hmm. shared some uh, pretty jaw dropping
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, thoughts, accusations, accusations. Absolutely. Yes.
2: Um. She Ow. yeah. She was per- particularly harsh on Alan Jackson.
1: And Alan Jackson was on American Ground Radio
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, yesterday afternoon with uh, Stephen Parr and Louis R. Avalone. And um, here's, here's how some of that went.
2: They started off with um, some of Bowman's comments on Keel, And I said, you know
4: what, Councilman Jackson? I said, if that's the way y'all want to play games, I'm fine with it. I said, because the three of you had to do a special um, um, Jackson
6: into the studio with us good evening thanks, Good evening. thanks for being back with us absolutely we're making a habit of this exactly <laughs> uh yeah so joyce uh not joyce i'm sorry uh, ursula bowman
1: was on mikey mccarty this morning and she was worked up uh so let me play a clip of what she said this morning uh on on air
4: um councilman um jackson he told me that he would discuss issues with the three of us but he had to stay there between us. He wasn't discussing with the other council members. Wow. And he directly told me that if um, if I didn't agree with him, he said, they're they going to need you to do a special um, vote on this. He said, just no, we won't be vote- voting with you on anything. And I said, you know what, Councilman Jackson? I said, that's the way y'all want to play games, I'm fine with it. I said, because the three of you will have more legislation than I'll ever have. And I thought we were friends opposed to colleagues. But when you show me who you are, I'm going to believe you. I came here to work for the city. Y'all came here to intimidate people. They don't work well with me.
6: There are two sides to every story. Yes, that, that, was, that was her side. Uh, so we wanted to ask you about your side on this. So I appreciate you playing the audio because this is my first time hearing it. I didn't hear it earlier. I tried to catch up on some things on the way down here. So I saw the little, the little quotes. But first and foremost, I want to apologize to the city of Freeport because this is, this is not what they signed up for. You know, we should be focusing on, on bigger issues. But, but I'm, I'm here to address these issues because they need to be addressed in order for us to move forward. So first and foremost, I, I do want to apologize to the Bowmans. You know, my my intentions was never to um uh affect their legacy or anything like that. Even Councilman Flurry, you know, that wasn't the goal. You know, when it when I, when this all kicked off, my job was simply to provide transparency. You know, I wanted the the public to know why possibly James Green made the mistake that he made. That's all I was trying to do. Um, now Councilwoman Bowman, uh uh. In, in her comments, uh, what I want to say is this. I only can speak for myself. You know, I, I can't speak for anybody else. Uh, I, I don't, I can't speak for Councilwoman Taylor. I can't speak for James Green. I can't speak for any council person. I only can speak for myself. What I can tell you is that um, I'm not sure what conversation she's referring to or when that conversation happened, but, but just over the last couple of days, we've had meetings We've had meetings together where we're planning on authoring legislations together. So, in the upcoming weeks, it's going to be clear that we're going to continue to work together. Sure. you know our politics are are in line. You know we're both African American Democrats. We're both are trying to move things sure. for the city, and she has been adamant. She's going to do what she feels like is right. So, were you present at any meeting where what she is alleging? is that she was told basically she would be shut out of any support from you, from Councilman Green, from Councilman Taylor. Were you present at any meeting where where that was said to her? No, no, I was not. And I don't believe that to be true. I don't believe that's going to be the actions of Councilwoman Taylor. I don't believe that's going to be the actions of Councilman Green. So why would she say that? So, a lot of things can just be... I know it's speculation, but why? Well, so a lot of things can be misinterpreted. I'm not saying that what she's saying is is, is not true or not factual. Uh, You know, as we said off-air, perception is critical. You know, once you... You, you. I may say something, and you may hear something completely different. You know that happens a lot. Uh, um, my wife gets on me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes people hear something completely different, or they interpret something truly as they are. So mm-hmm. I'm here to set the record straight. You know, Councilwoman Bowman, you you still have my full support. You know, anything that you need, um, for your district that I believe that's that's positive for your district, you have my support. Mm-hmm. Well. She
2: has his full support. I, uh, you buying it?
1: I'm not. Personally, uh. I'm sorry. Why, why do I keep saying I'm sorry? Mm. I'm not. I don't buy it. I I'm don't not. buy James Green's apology. I thought it we, was we, showboating. We now from the, know. From the horseshoe.
2: We now know. Uh, you can call it untruth. You can call it a fib. You can, you can call it a lie. Um, if you believe Ursula Bowman, a council member asked for a raise. I mean, I mean, a council employee person. asked for a raise. Right. If you believe Ursula Bowman, if you believe James Green, no one asked for a raise. I wanted to bless them. Well,
1: well bless them with your own money, not mine.
2: Yeah. Who do you believe? I kind of know who I believe. <sighs> Let you figure out who you believe.
1: It's just again, I, uh, I'll say what we said yesterday. City business is not being taken care of. Right, right. Because we're having roads, to deal yeah. with this clown circus.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh Gary Brooks is gonna join us in the eight o'clock hour. We haven't heard much from him. Uh he he could have a pivotal role in all of this, too. Is he gonna stick with all the shenanigans or is he gonna start working on city business? We'll,
1: we'll hear see. what we'll hear what he has to say in the eight o'clock hour. Micah McCarty, one oh one seven.
0: More breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
1: 1017 FM, 710 Kiel, Mike and McCarty. It may be Brutally cold. What's coming up in the winter?
2: What? What? What?
1: Yeah.
2: How do you get this? Well, according to Farmer's Almanac. All right.
1: Yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be now it's not going to be snowmageddon. Again.
2: Okay, thank you. Good. Yeah.
1: That was nuts. But uh, our Farmer's Almanac is they're forecasting above normal precipitation and colder than normal temperatures for hmm. for our region our area. Hmm. Okay. Apparently El Nino over the Pacific Ocean is what's causing the extremely hot temperatures right now and there's a possibility of a winter storm moving in late January.
2: Okay. Now, how they know this all. Winter storm in
1: late January. That's cray-cray. I like to say that because it yeah. makes my daughter mad. <laughs> Can't stop. Don't
2: that's say that. That's cray-cray. <laughs> she hates it. How old is cray-cray? 10, 12 years, that,
1: Yeah, that's like, what's <laughs> that? your hip.
2: Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 Bring on whatever cold you got. See, I'm I'm down. Well,
1: I like I like colder temperatures, obviously, better than hotter temperatures, because my wife and I don't understand God's rationale on this putting people together that are so opposite. Mm-hmm. Because she's, if I had a dime for every time I heard it's freezing in here, <laughs> I'm like, honey, you can put something else on. I can't take anything else off. Right, right. <laughs> I can't, no, nobody, you don't want to see that.
2: Oh, I got, I got that. Yeah.
1: So, mm. I, I, don't, I, I love the fall, of course, the cooler weather. But you know, I ride a motorcycle,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I'll ride in February. I, right. I ride in this. I ride in August. You know, You're nuts. Um, I just, I just enjoy riding the bike. I don't mm-hmm. like to ride in the rain.
2: No, nothing, rain's no good. nothing
1: fun about that. No, these, no. these yahoos don't watch for, for us already, mm-hmm. much less in the rain. And there is no grip or traction on two right. wheels.
2: Well, we, we have right now, we have, I mean, monster issues with regard to this heat and, and the dry conditions. They had some evacuations in DeSoto because of the fires. They're now saying, Mike, no, no outdoor cooking. Right. like barbecue. Yeah,
1: it's it's gotten to the critical and, stage. And
2: no fire pits cuz if you have an accident with an outdoor grill or something, um that fire could spread quickly. So it's a problem.
1: Have you ever heard of the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group? No. For some reason that hasn't made the national oh,
2: news, has no. it? No. Is this that craziness that you're were telling me about C40 Cities Climate No
1: leadership group. They always phrase these things so positively. Uh, If you haven't heard about it, well take a Xanax and get ready. Take two. Yeah. Uh you're not gonna believe this.
2: I'm not believing it. I think you're lying.
1: Uh, We're gonna talk about that coming up after the news. Micah McCarty, one oh one seven FM. 101 seven FM seven ten KEO Mike and McCarty. So, have you heard anything about the C forty cities?
2: A tiny bit, but it's it's a fiction. I mean, it's a like a it's
1: it's it's a it's a, an Orwell dystopian. Yes,
2: yes, it's, it's the Jetsons in the future or something like that.
1: Well, not even the Jetsons because the Jetsons are you know fun and, and, and right. This right. Is, there's nothing positive about any of this. If you go to their website, they it is a legitimate thing. This is not something, it sounds made up when you okay. start really looking into it. It sounds like this is a joke. Right. Th- this is not real. You can't be serious. But if, if you look at their website, and, and uh, it's, of course, it's so well written. And, and who wouldn't want to save babies and puppies? Yes. You know, and paint rainbows across the sky. Right. The But uh, they're talking about, like, Los Angeles' Green New Deal is the creation of sustainable employment opportunities. The plan envisions a profound shift in L.A. from reliance on fossil fuels to renewable energy.
5: Mm. Now, you
2: know what
1: that means. Okay. And the, the website continues, this city and county work to advance policies to phase out fossil fuels through ordinances approved in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. Well, you know what that means. You get lunatics going, No more gas stoves. Can't cook on with gas anymore. No That's gas, fossil
2: fuel. Yeah, no gas lawnmowers. No
1: gas lawnmowers, no no cars, no. No, on you know, uh, uh, um, gasoline-powered engines anymore. We All ne- electric vehicles. We
2: never thought we we'd see about it. What's well, happening in California? It's happening in
1: New York. Mm-hmm. Now the C forty cities. Um, this this is nutty. You're, this cannot be true. It's a coalition, fourteen American cities. Are part of this globalist climate organization, and it's known as C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group. Now, here's Mm -hmm. what they want by the year 2030, and that sounds that sounds Blade Runner ish, you know, George George Orwell,
3: Mm -hmm. far,
1: far away. Seven years, Aaron, actually six and a half years. Here's 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 their goals zero meat consumption what so no more meat Zero dairy new orleans is Is, one of these cities no it's not new orleans louisiana is one of these cities that want Uh, zero meat consumption wow zero dairy consumption you're Mm. only allowed three new clothing items per person per year
2: oh gosh
1: Zero private vehicles owned. You have to use public transportation. Uh. And they're limiting to one short-haul return flight, less than 1,500 kilometers every three years.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Say that again (laughs) for the back of the bus. I don't
1: even know how to
2: one every 3 years
1: one short haul return flight less than 1500 kilometers every 3 years per person now if i tell you
2: did you and did you also say is, no cars
1: no zero zero private vehicles owned
2: not not just gas cars
1: zero private vehicles in is the what it city says.
2: of new orleans
1: in in all of these cities and the, there's 14 just in america
2: that Mike, come are, on this is
1: a worldwide coalition
2: mike no private cars in new orleans
1: headed and largely funded by michael bloomberg <sighs> the democrat u.s hating billionaire
2: so we're just gonna everybody's gonna ride around in like Uber. Hundred
1: cities. Hundred cities, Aaron, that they've they've conned into joining this. And again, if you go to their website, which I hate to even give it, C forty dot org. Oh God. It looks all flowery and beautiful and in in pioneering a green new
2: uh, deal, but the New Orleans Council hasn't passed this legislation mandating this, have they? You no, know, they haven't passed. No, there's nothing passed yet.
1: But Darren, these are their goals, and now, they've got New Orleans this is not to going sign to happen up. Happen by 2030. Oh, there's yeah. no
2: way! You'd have to oh, have Cantrell them.
1: is all in this.
2: Oh, all her chips all are up. in the middle. Oh, yeah. And, and Austin
1: she, here here's some cities in Louisiana. Don't I mean say in, Austin. The, in in the United States. Austin, Texas. Keep Austin weird. Yeah, you keep it weird. Boston. I, Chicago. I expect that. Of course. Houston.
2: Wow. Houston. You know how big Houston is. No cars in and Houston. And what's
1: Houston's main industry? How did Houston survive? Uh. Uh, how did Houston become Houston? <laughs>
2: So what are you going to do with all the roads? Los are Angeles, they going to become parks now?
1: Miami, New York City. Okay. Philadelphia, these are just, yes, no Seattle cars in New York City. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, zero private owned cars. I'm just mm. I I I'm I'm literally aghast that people are buying into this. And no meat. No meat. Can you imagine New Orleans no meat,
2: no dairy? No meat, no dairy. New York City. The, the one of the food capitals of the New world, Orleans. New Orleans too.
1: I mean, no meat, <laughs> no more Brennan's, no more. So what's know, a no New York oysters what's Rockefeller? A,
2: what's a New York strip steak going to be called?
1: Well, you can't have one. There,
2: there won't be one. Because, uh, you know. <laughs> it New York strip soybean? I don't know. Uh, that's just. There's no way any government agency passes that. I I
1: cannot imagine. Los Angeles is already passing these, Aaron.
2: They've already already done away with the gas lawn mowers and cars. Right. Not cars out of the city, but they've done away with gas powered cars. Well, they're they're phasing them out. Trying to. How can they possibly think this is good for their city? I don't understand
1: how anybody thinks this is good for anybody. (laughs) yeah you just just keep in mind c40 if you've never heard of it go look it up go look into it you think elections don't matter Mm. who you vote for matters look at what they stand for don't listen to sound bites go read up on on the on who you're interested in
2: oh lord
1: and let's let's
2: because and your free freedoms are turn, being eroded, yep. turn are your being car in. eroded. Mm-hmm.
1: Little, at once it was little by little. Now it's it's in swaths. This is
2: crazy. I, th- I thought you were joking. No, it's, You're it's, not joking.
1: No, it's not a joke. And it's no, there's nothing funny about it. Mm. Mike and McCarty, Tim Fletcher, Sports Next. What-
0: Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel.
1: I know I need to get out and mow. I just no, you don't. I... Well, you... no, I do. No, um, Bye.
2: hire somebody younger than Reuben to do little, it. A little,
1: a little, a little tip from your uncle Mike. Mm-hmm. You don't mow your yard short. Don't cut your grass real short when it's like this no
0: because
1: you're gonna burn
5: it up
0: yeah yes.
2: no,
5: today today i'm just weed eating i'm just that's yeah. all i'm doing i'm i'm getting the the little high spots around the bushes and the the driveway
2: <laughs> ruben you're getting too old to do this too i know
5: i know <laughs> you know the, you can the, the, hire the, it done the kids back in school though so i like somebody's gotta do yeah that. You, I got, know. you got a Words teenager. Gotta, gotta yeah. Get
2: did. yeah. Let him do it at eight o'clock at night.
5: <laughs> oh, that's around when he gets home because he's back in
0: lacrosse again.
2: Oh, yeah. Lord, Lord. It, it's just, uh, miserable. They had yesterday, they had some fires in DeSoto Parish where they had to evacuate some folks. I think in the Grand Cane area, if I'm not mistaken, the sheriff can shoot me a text if he's, I'm sure they're very busy though, but, um, they, they're, Really urging folks to not toss cigarette butts out the window. Don't do any kind of outdoor burning. Especially right now. They're even saying no fire pits and no outdoor grilling, no outdoor cooking of any kind, because even a little spark can spread like crazy and so they're urging folks not to do that
1: we're looking at um 106 today as our mean temperature that's not the heat index which would be about you know 180 um Mm. you could make a cake out there
2: it really could Uh, all the the way through sunday I i think i'm gonna go to the grocery store and i'm gonna get those you know those cookies you break off and cook I think I'm gonna put them on the dash of my car on like tinfoil. Seriously, and see if it cooks today.
1: Uh, the, the, the the temperature. People post these on 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 social media. These pictures of their their temperature in the truck or their car. Mine said 109.
3: Wow.
1: When I was leaving, I think uh, at the at the other <laughs> mm-hmm. at the TV station Jeez. late in the afternoon,
2: 109. God. I just got a text from uh, DeSoto Sheriff Jason Richardson. Thank you, my friend. I know you're busy. The fires are between Mansfield and Grand Cane, and they're still yeah. watching the hot spots. So they had to move some folks out down there. He's he's uh, several hundred acres, but they had it contained in two hours. So great work. And, and, and you know, when you're fighting a fire, you're in that full gear. Oh,
1: Erin. Can I, you imagine? When we lived in Haughton, and this is many, many years and many, many pounds ago, um, I worked. I was with the Houghton, the Halton Volunteer Fire oh. Department, and loved it. Mm-hmm. We, we did training, but we had the bunker gear. And the the thing I, I did I hated the most were were grass fires, and fires out in the, you know near the woods and stuff.
2: Right, right. It's brutal. It, it uh, yeah. The the gear These they have guys, to wear, yes, and you oh. have to wear
1: it. You can't yes. go, oh, it's 115. I'm not putting on this bunker gear no. that weighs about 30 pounds.
2: And it's hot. Yeah. And you're going into a hot situation with a fire. I, I can't thank them enough. Right now, everybody's back in their homes in DeSoto Parish, but uh, they're still watching the hot spots to make sure it doesn't flare back up. But please, 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 extra cautious. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, d- yeah. Definitely. Just don't, don't throw cigarette butts out. No mm-hmm. no burning of any kind right now.
2: None. None. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And hopefully we do have a chance of rain today.
2: Are you kidding? Let
1: me look. Thank Uh,
2: goodness. Hold on. Let me.
1: uh, 3%? 10%.
2: Okay. A whopping 10%.
1: 24% tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, We'll keep you posted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming up, William Daniel going to join us, Director of Water and Sewage for the City of Shreveport, uh, talking about should we be watering right now, Mm -hmm. our, our Shreveport water situation. Micah McCarty.
0: Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel.
1: On the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Oh no, you guys
5: are early. We're coming up <laughs> in a few minutes.
7: I'm Not saying what
2: we're, we're going. Be,
5: both of y'all were like, "Hey, you got him," and then you just started talking.
2: We're running
1: it's late,
5: rushing Ruben,
1: me. Reuben runs this show. I, damn know, damn it. I know. We we forgot that for a brief moment. Yeah, we did. <laughs> should we? <laughs> should we be watering our lawns?
3: <sighs>
1: as a, as a lawn owner, mm-hmm. should we? That wash does our not cars? want to resod his Saint Augustine. Yeah. You know, there, there's a fine line between. Yeah, I understand, mm-hmm. but it, but again, that gets expensive. Right right so you got to balance you've got to balance that mm-hmm. um so I and I do understand that but don't don't water your lawn at four three four o'clock in the afternoon right exactly. you're doing more damage than you are helping mm-hmm. by the way
2: we're gonna find out what about what's the situation with the water William Shreveport. Daniel
1: is going to join us coming up right after the break the director of water and sewage for the city of Shreveport
0: with Mike and McCartney. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Are we good to go? Now we're good. we got him on the line.
1: <laughs> on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning, William Daniel, Director of Water and Sewerage from uh, the city of Shreveport. Good morning, William. Thanks for joining us.
5: Oh, good morning. You're welcome.
1: Uh, am I a bad citizen if I'm watering my lawn right now?
5: <laughs> no, we... There are no uh water um, rationing voluntarily or otherwise. Right now we still have plenty of water in the lake. So uh Okay, good. It is, uh, that makes
1: me feel better. Uh,
5: now, I would prefer that people, you know, were mindful of the of the water, but there's no actual uh alerts by the city.
2: We we're hearing a little bit still a, a few complaints about um low pressure. And a chlorine smell? Can you explain? Is that, is that their people's imagination? Is that true?
5: Well, I don't know about the chlorine smell, but we have experienced low pressure. I mean, we're, we're using a lot of water. We have to wash our filters more often. Um, we're, you know, the last time we talked, we were, we were discussing the project out at the water plant. That project is still going on. Uh, it won't be. We won't be back up till full force. Um, till around October 1st. Uh, mm-hmm. After October 1st, we'll have our new treatment system online. Right now, we are controlling the disinfection with chloramines, so it's possible that people uh, can smell a little more chlorine in the water.
1: Okay, you're, you're, you
5: said chloramines? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's a combination of chlorine and ammonia.
2: Okay, and that's going to go on, you said, until October, perhaps?
5: Yes. Uh, We'll, it it was, you know, we were supposed to have, the old system was supposed to continue running until we had the new system in place, but it conked out in December. Then we were supposed to have the new system in place in April, but supply chain issues, we couldn't get all the parts. And they finally got them, and we're installing them, and we should, I'm going to say by the middle to third week in September, we should have, we should have the plant back up to normal operations.
2: Clarence Reese, the fire chief, was telling us something the other day when we were talking about the drought conditions and the worry about grass, grass fires. That if there are water pressure issues, he mentioned something that was kind of interesting, and I'm sure you're in, on top of this. That y'all can reroute. Like if he's near a fire hydrant that's got low pressure, y'all can reroute to the the, the fire hydrants to help the fire department. Are you guys have you guys had to do that yet this year during this drought? condition
5: we have not we have valves in all of our lines so we can close you know if we need to get more water to a particular place and and we did this during one of the freezes we routed water to the hospital by closing some valves and opening others so that the hospital and some um, dialysis centers would have better water pressure But, um, yeah, we can open and close valves and increase the water flow to a particular area. I mean, other areas will suffer some, but we can definitely help the fire department.
1: Well, in addition to the fire department, route some more to my house. (laughs) I need a little more pressure.
5: Are you experiencing low pressure?
1: A little bit, just a little. What
5: area of town do you live in? I'll have them check it out.
2: Broadmoor area. Oh, okay. I, I am actually too, and then not too far from him. But my 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 question to you is: as you go into the office today, and you may already be there. I, I know you guys get in early because you're hard workers. Um, what what most concerns a water guy during a drought? I mean, what are your biggest issues today as you're as you're worrying about what we're going through
5: and the well, heat? Well, obviously, obviously, making enough water. I mean, the what we're seeing. All over the city is between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. Big water drops. And that is because, you know. That's
2: interesting. We get up and get our baths and get dressed in the morning. Is that Not it? Not at 4 a.m. though.
5: And and people are watering their yards. Ah, okay. Uh, there you go. With sprinkler systems, Okay. And they just come on then. And so we see these drops. Interesting. Um uh, all over town
1: yeah you, because they say you shouldn't water at night or in the evening because then it causes mil mold and mildew on the lawn you should do right. it early in the morning and in the morning hours are,
5: i wish people would listen to me as well as they listen to the gardening tips <laughs> <laughs> no kidding let
2: me let me ask you this and, and you can tell me whether or not it's true have have you or any of the city leaders talked about any Voluntary restrictions. I mean, like like we've heard about in DeSoto Parish. Has that been discussed yet at all?
5: We have a we have a policy, uh, a departmental policy in place, dependent upon the level of Cross Lake or how much water we're throughput we're doing at the plant, and that would kick in voluntary um, conservation methods. But and I and and because you know we have a new mayor and I wasn't sure he was aware of the policy, I sent it to him. Okay. But we are well above the the limits for the voluntary um Well that's we good well, news. I guess I should say we're well below the limits right. for voluntary uh conservation.
2: Well keep us posted if things change.
5: Oh sure. Uh well we'll you know we'll you, people need to check out our new website. Okay. And um, we have we have actually you know uh, a lot of good information on there, and it would be on there. And we also have I know everybody's interested in the level across Lake. Mm-hmm. There's a link. There's a link to that on the new website as well. So
2: we'll go look it up. Shreveportla.gov and get right to the Water Department website. Thank you, sir.
5: Yeah, la.gov slash water or
2: something. Perfect. So, we can find it. Right, well, Thanks for your help. All righty.
5: One oh one
1: seven FM
5: seven.
0: 7- now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarthy on one oh one seven FM and seven ten Kiel.
3: Okay,
1: today today what well, today's the twenty four
2: yeah. Hold on. Yeah, okay. it
1: is. Okay. so, ah, gosh, gosh, What's the
2: matter gosh. with you?
1: I am I'm, 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 I want college football to start.
2: Start Saturday. I think it's well, Saturday. Well,
1: yeah, sort In of.
2: Dublin. Sort
1: mm-hmm. of. Although, although, although it is no, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. How do you say that? No, I say Notre Dame. Notre Dame. What? Notre Dame. You say Notre?
2: Notre Dame. Yeah, it's probably wrong. Notre, noter, is it noter?
1: Notre? Notre, Dame, no, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame.
2: I've been to a game If somebody Notre Dame, that actually awesome. speaks French, yeah. Notre Dame. Let us oh, know. Oh, you've
1: been, you've been. I've been
2: in the stadium. Yeah, a friend of mine That's took me, her, her son was going to college there. And uh, so she took me on a trip to see a Notre Dame game. The closest. uh it was a blast. What a stadium. The closest I've
1: been is Rudy.
2: Yeah. And you know, in, in, it's funny because in that stadium, it's non-commercial. There's none of these billboards with ads on it. I mean, they've kept it old school. Yes. And that's kind of cool to sit there and watch that. It really is kind of cool. Okay.
1: I have to share. I'm going to be dad for just a moment. My daughter, you know, she works for uh, Jerry Jones's oil and gas company. Mm -hmm. And she got an invitation from her boss, who's Jerry Jones's best friend. Wow. To the... Preseason kickoff party for the Cowboys.
2: Oh, man.
1: She's, yeah. If
2: Jerry Bowman yesterday had known that, <laughs> he's a massive Cowboys fan. I mean, fan. I don't
1: know if you, I, she sent me some pictures. There's oh, on gosh. Stage. She's There's hanging all, out oh, at yeah. this party? Yeah.
2: Oh, Bowman's going to be mad at you now.
1: I haven't asked her if she got to meet Jerry yet.
2: Oh, Wow. Wow. She's, She's a huge Saints fan. Don't say that. Out loud. <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, she's those, my daughter, yeah. so she's a huge Saints mm-hmm. fan. But she hangs out with the Cowboys. But let me
1: tell you, the more I'm learning about them, I, I, you know, I, I yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really exciting, and yeah. to be part of that, it's at the Star. I'm sure Fletch knows what that is. That's right. where Jerry Jones' office is. It's a huge complex. Okay. And apparently, if you work for Jerry and even the Cowboys have to live near Wow! the star, the complex there. Oh, that's so, so she cool. sent pictures of all the goings on and the that is
2: so cool. preseason
1: party <laughs> that she got to attend.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's
1: going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, LSU does kick off their season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See what they did there?
2: Yeah. September 3rd. And they have air conditioned helmets now is that true?
1: They have air conditioned helmets. Mm. Now they're not like compressors and you right, know yeah. <laughs> but but they do have these air conditioned units.
2: That's crazy.
1: You can read about that on keelnews.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh Gary Brooks Shreveport City Council joining us next hour 1017 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, DeSoto Parish Sheriff Jason Richardson joining us. Jason, good morning. We know you're busy. Thanks for talking to us.
7: Good morning, Mike and Aaron. How are you guys?
2: Good. You Wildfires in DeSoto Parish, um, did they start yesterday? Is that when we discovered them?
7: Uh, yes, we had, uh, we've had we had several small fires uh, throughout you know the last week or so. Uh, yesterday being the largest that we've seen. This far, uh, not certain of the origin. It was in a pretty uh, remote area, uh, generally near uh, some well sites where this one started. Uh, and, and right now what we're seeing is it really doesn't take uh, much of anything to start a fire. Uh, we've got such low humidity that uh, everything's just crispy, dry. And so mm-hmm. literally a spark or even, you know, rocks or anything like that um, under uh, vehicle tires, trains, Uh, coming through can set the sides of tracks on fire so that's kind of what we're seeing right now but yesterday was uh, we we had a couple hundred acres uh at one point that uh that was burning uh, and fortunately able to contain that pretty quickly
2: you did have to evacuate some people is that accurate
7: we did uh again it was kind of a remote area so uh, we didn't have uh, you know just a lot to uh to displace but uh we did evacuate The wind was starting to pick up while we were uh, dealing with that issue, and so uh, you know those things can change quickly in a matter of just moments. And so, just as a out of an abundance of caution, you know, just got those those folks safety and um, until we knew that we had it under control.
1: We know there's a statewide burn ban. We're talking with Jason Richardson, DeSoto Mm -hmm. Parish Sheriff. Um, Are you guys dealing with some? some issues there in Desoto parish of, of some sure. burn issues as well i mean obviously the fires
7: right well you know at at this point you you would you would hope that it's common sense that you don't burn things uh, uh but sometimes we just don't see that uh you know as being as prevalent as as we would hope it would be but uh what we have had to deal with a couple of uh of issues of uh you know individuals burning Uh, Things in the yard or burning in burn barrels and things of that nature. So we we've dealt with that. Uh, Fortunately, we have not had a lot of that, but uh, but we have had a few that we've had to
1: deal with. But people think, oh, just this isn't going to matter. Just this little, uh, Mm I just do this little pile of sticks that are you know gathered up. But it can get away from you so fast.
7: Yeah, that's that's been the. the majority of the things that's had to be responded to by the local fire departments is, is the smaller fires that uh, you know begin to kind of get out of control pretty quickly, and uh, and so that's that's what they've dealt with mostly is those particular types of issues. But yeah, and that's pretty much what pretty much what happens is you know it, it, I was just going to burn my leaves here or whatever the case may be, and then next thing I know, my yard's on fire. So. Sheriff, that's that's been a pretty big deal.
2: Sheriff Jason Richardson, the the wildfires that y'all were dealing with in the best way to describe where they're located near Grand Cane. The
7: one yesterday was located between Grand Cane and uh
2: Mansfield,
7: uh, kind of I guess it would be west of Mansfield mm-hmm. off of Radio Station Road. And okay. that's uh again, that's a pretty remote area, but with with the type of terrain that that was there, it could have you know, grown to be pretty good size, uh, with just, just super quick. We were just very fortunate yesterday.
2: Let me ask you too, because DeSoto's under mm-hmm. kind of water restrictions right now, um, limited water use for residents. Did that impact how much water you guys had to fight these fires?
7: No, um, fortunately, although there are water restrictions, the purpose of the water restrictions that, uh, that, that, and of course we have quite a few, about a dozen different water, um, companies in in the parish and the water providers and and so each of them you know has a different capacity and, and and different sources but uh but generally the reason that the ones that have any type of restriction is specifically for uh, the ability to uh to fight fires and so that's that's been something they've been proactive about and uh, but no, we, we've we've had no issues with that
2: and how are you dealing with i i can't even fathom being a firefighter in all that gear out in this heat fighting a fire how are you taking care of the guys how's everybody taking care of these guys that are out and gals that are out there in this unbelievable heat
7: right well and that is that is probably one of the biggest concerns that we have right now is is just making sure that everybody stays hydrated um you know they watch each other and they see somebody that's that looks like they're getting Uh, a little too hot you know make them make them get out what we've kind of done yesterday was was obviously the the biggest incident that we had but we roll our command center out you know turn every air conditioner that it's got on cool it down if anybody starts getting hot uh, you know we put them in there and and make sure that they stay cool but that's that's outside of the fire itself that is the most dangerous thing we're dealing with right now because it doesn't take long you know, for somebody especially wearing that type of gear as well as being exposed to the heat from the fire. So that's a pretty dangerous situation and, uh, you know, one that we've got to be careful with
1: Jason Richardson, DeSoto sheriff. We still got uh, no rain in the immediate forecast. We're still looking at weeks of of dry conditions. What do you say to the citizens of uh, DeSoto Parish? Uh, what, What advice do you have?
7: Be smart. Um, you know the, the the inconvenience of of not being able to burn or um, whatever the case may be. You know it's even to the point of of bush hogging. You know at your deer lease and things like that. That most of the time this is the time of the year that people are getting those things done. Uh, it's it's just being mindful of uh, you know the potential uh, that that uh, that it could have on not only you but but your neighbors. And uh, you know there's there's obviously the life risk portion of that but if you create a fire that damages property there's also the liability risk uh, that mm-hmm. goes along with that that uh, you know could be very expensive uh, for you if you damage property uh, and, and you know lord willing wouldn't have any lives lost but then to deal with that portion of it too you know from being negligent so just be smart mm-hmm. um we'll we'll get some rain uh, you know hopefully in the next maybe the next month that would be great uh, <laughs> yeah
2: Will you do a you rain know. dance for us <clears throat>
7: I've, I've been doing it. Okay. We're so crossing our fingers. Apparently,
2: it's not a good one. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> apparently, yeah. You yes. no need to work on that skill. Sheriff, I can't thank you enough for your time, sir.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a good morning. All right. You do, sir. Stay safe. Back to the big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
1: In studio with us, Mikey McCarty is, uh, Shreveport City Councilman Gary Brooks joining us. Gary, first of all, good morning. We know you do late nights, so this is...
2: <laughs> you bring some all gratin this potatoes with early. you now, and where's the all I know. Do you know a nice. place good we can get a guys. good steak? By
1: the way, uh, I'm just curious. <laughs> we yeah. have a good one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know you You on the Cub. Yes. Yeah. Most mm-hmm. people know that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's
2: a late night guy, so he's early morning guy. is uh, exactly. tough for him, but I appreciate called, you doing it.
1: We've called Gary before, and, and Aaron will go, oh, he's, not, he's not responding. Aaron, it's 5.50 in the morning. The man just got on. <laughs> he
2: just got on. <laughs> Gary, this this pay scandal is just taking on another level after level after level. Ursula Bowman came on and made some serious accusations about being bullied, strong-armed, intimidated by Councilman Alan Jackson and others. Um, have you witnessed similar actions since your time on the council?
8: Um, yes, I have. I wanted to come on to clarify a couple of things. Number one... I don't believe there was any misunderstanding or any misperception what was said to Councilwoman Bowman from Councilman Jackson back that in
1: January. You're responding to his response mm-hmm. that yesterday he on went American on the radio ground. to say
2: that there was a misunderstanding between right. he and Bowman. Okay, yes. you say no, that's not true.
8: In my opinion, it's not. And back in January, the mayor's first one of his first choices for city attorney, Alan Jackson, and I were actually out at a vintage wine bar having a drink and this person walked in i don't know if he wants me to mention his name so i won't i introduced them they had never met and i said that the mayor is probably going to put this gentleman up to be city attorney councilman jackson told him that he would not be voting for him and they talked for a few minutes and after the person walked off i said why why would you say that you've never met him Mm. he said well if the four of us meaning James Green, Tabitha Taylor, and Ursula Bowman and Jackson, the four of us vote together, it doesn't matter what the three of you vote. Mm. So basically Councilman Butcher and Talaferro and I vote and I'm I did not misunderstand this. There's no confusion in it. If they voted together in a block was his word, then our vote really was not relevant, other than to override a veto. Mm.
2: And that was real crystal clear to you they were gonna vote together
1: crystal clear and and he's listing the four black council members mm-hmm. voting against the three white council members correct
2: for ursula bowman to say she has felt bullied um and him to say that's a misunderstanding you're saying she probably does feel bullied and do you think that that's going to continue
8: i can't answer if it's going to continue i do I, I do feel like she probably has been bullied and um like I said, I, once again, I'm not speaking for Councilwoman Bowman, but I know there was no misunderstanding about what Councilman Jackson said to me.
2: Have you been polled on certain issues by Councilman Jackson or Green or Taylor on things they, they're they putting before you? Have they called you and go, hey, how are you going to vote on this? Here's what we want to do. What do you think? Um, where he, he said, well, we shouldn't be doing polls, but I'm told he's, he's been doing polls, uh, for a while.
8: He, Invited me to his office, and we met again after that, and then he met with Councilman Butcher and I. He met with all the councilmen to try to get the cre- the position of Director of Council Affairs created. So, yes, he polled all of us.
2: No doubt in your mind? None. Um, That ca- Director of Council Affairs position just hired in the spring, and now a raise was proposed – and C- Councilwoman Bowman acted like that person is kind of under the gun and was reprimanded recently for not doing his job. Well, are she you stated up- they yeah. were looking
1: for reasons to fire him.
2: Are you up to speed on that? Is it, Are there problems with that position already?
8: I, I don't have any problems with the person in that position. But my understanding is that a couple of the other council members and the clerk of council do have a problem with him. And they were they were looking for a way to replace him
2: can you stay with us we got to talk more We're going to go more in depth about the pay raise and how sure. that all happened and how i don't even have words gary i i'm i'm gonna try to gather my thoughts
1: gary brooks shreveport city council in studio with mike and McCarty. 1017-
0: Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017FM and 710 Keele. In studio with Mike and McCarty, Shreveport City Councilman Gary Brooks
1: joining us. Gary, we did get a question on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. Why did you change from no outside investigation to voting for an outside
8: investigation? Well, I did vote no initially, Mike. Um, Councilwoman Bowman and I had decided that... We just wanted to do this thing to. We wanted to kind of heal and move forward, but then um, Councilman Jackson, in particular, went on the radio, kept talking about it, misrepresenting what happened. So I changed my mind during that week. I'm like, well, if, if and if nobody has anything to hide, in the spirit of transparency, as he loves to say, then why don't we have an investigation? If it's just one little page, as Chairman Green says, it shouldn't take very long, should it?
2: Are are you of the opinion as well that a council staffer asked for this raise? Mr. Green said it didn't happen. You disagree? I disagree. Do you have proof of that? Do we know? I mean, will will it take the investigation to find this out?
8: uh, I do not have proof, and I would assume it would come out of the investigation.
2: But you do believe they asked for it, and Mr. Green was completely lying?
1: (laughs) Mr. Green said, no council staff asked me for a raise. Mm -hmm. He said that several times.
3: I just wanted to bless them.
8: I wanted to bless them. I I believe that someone in the office asked for a raise.
2: Okay. When they came back and said other chairmen had done the same and then it was like, uh, no, that's not true. That was discovered pretty quickly. Then their last straw at this council meeting was to drop the race card in the room. Oh, this is racist. You're you're, you're racist, Gary Brooks. Um, we, how know, are you sitting there for that? What was your reaction to that? At,
8: at first, I was a little stunned. Uh, Chairman Green, and I'm pretty close to quoting, said all of the problems in this country are not because of, white, of black people. They're because of white people. And all of the problems in this city are because of white people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. That's uh, <laughs> that's not alluding that that uh, we have a race issue. That, you're just straight up saying it. Right. Uh, it's tough to sit through, and I don't think I want any more 30-minute speeches. I think we're going to need to call for point of order mm-hmm. and, and call for a vote.
2: Yeah. Um, how offended were you by his remarks?
8: I was. I went into this thing with an open mind and open heart. Um, I've tried to get along with all of the council members. And apparently that's going to be really difficult to do now.
2: Have they undermined you on some things in your very own district? I'm referring to some of the downtown legislation that you have you have just kind of been brushed aside.
8: <laughs> well, I wouldn't say undermined. They just did it without me.
2: In your own yeah. district?
8: Yes, on, 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 in downtown Shreveport.
2: Give me some examples what are, of things. Yeah, what are yeah.
8: examples of that? Well, the, the, the main one is the moving 20 feet of a bus stop which the federal government paid to have put there with a grant. And the city's going to pay almost $5,000 to move it 20 feet to the west because Councilman Jackson's friend owns the business that it's in front of and, and didn't want it there after it was placed there.
2: So and we're spending 5000 on that? Yes. Because of, his of buddy... City, of city money. <sighs> you, you have supported them on some of their legislation i have some have called it bad legislation um are you going to be a little more wary and careful of things they ask you to support going forward from now
8: i'm going to support and vote for whatever i think is right uh, i voted for chairman green and i got some backlash over that uh, i think all in all he runs the meetings pretty well um and up until Tuesday, I, I didn't have an issue with him. But like I said, that's that's going to be a little more difficult moving forward.
1: Do you think he should remain council chairman?
8: That's up to Chairman Green to decide.
2: Do you think any changes in the council staff are needed at this point?
8: I don't want to comment on that right now. Okay. Um, I, I will say this, Aaron. This has shown a really big spotlight on the council staff. Most people did not know we had five full-time staffers and what they made prior to this uh, raise that was not supposed to be given or not voted on. And now I've had a lot of questions from a lot of voters. Why do you need five full-time staffers? What do they do all day long? And why do they make so much money?
7: Mm -hmm.
8: And, And, you know, you look at what they're making and then you think about, the garbage men, the men in property standards that are out mowing grass in a hundred and five degree weather. Our, let's don't even get started on the policemen, that their starting salary is thirty nine thousand dollars a year, right? And I think our average pay up there is seventy five to eighty five thousand dollars,
2: mm. with yeah. some
1: at one ten now. So when 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 your constituents ask you why so many and why are they so highly paid, what is your response?
8: My response to last week, and this is when all this came out, is I, I, honestly I don't know. I don't know if we need five of them. I think they do a good job. I have nothing against the people in the staff office. Uh, yeah, and understand, do, do we need five of them? Is our there some problem overlap? is not personal. It's mm-hmm. not personal no, with the people.
1: No, they may be lovely ladies. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the the fact that Shreveport is losing population. Uh, our, our city is shrinking. We're we're short 140 officers, not counting attrition, not counting people off on leave, not counting officers that you know are are, are out for other reasons, and, and we can't afford it as a
8: city. Mm-hmm. No, we cannot.
2: And I got the That's documents from the, at the end of the year. The clerk of the council at the at December 22, the clerk of the council made ninety thousand. Now the new clerk of the council makes a hundred, so that salary already went up ten thousand when you hired the new Miss Flemings. For what it's worth, I want to ask you, Gary Brooks, have you felt bullied and/or intimidated by any of your fellow council members? No.
8: no, I wouldn't say bullied, not really. Just like what I mentioned back in January, when Councilman Jackson basically laid it out for me that um, if they all four voted together, then then they didn't need my vote. You can call that bullying if you want, but now, even though you're a Democrat, yeah, that mm-hmm, part
2: <laughs> right. Well, I
1: mean, you're 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 listed as a Democrat, yes, in on the city council. You're,
8: that's your party, yes.
2: How do we go forward? What do we do to move forward from this?
8: I, I don't know. I, I really don't. When when. The chairman of the council says that all of the problems in this city are because of white people. As a white person, I don't know. I'm still processing that.
2: And we should note that prior to um, Arsenault, we had 16 years of an African American mayor. Correct. Um, we, you know, you you can't. I don't even want to go there. I'm I'm not going to go there. But I, I. Why did they go that way? Why did they? T- was that their last straw to bring racism into this?
8: You would have to ask uh, Chairman Green that. I, I Let me call I him. Let's see if that. he takes he, my call. He won't, he you won't think reply. He's take my call. I don't know if he will. I don't know if he listens to your <laughs> <laughs> He said he thought he had been invited on your show, and he
2: and, has. Yeah, he's welcome that, um, any day.
8: And that y'all, but y'all really didn't. Yeah, he, 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 he really made the didn't comment. want him, I think's what he
2: said. Yeah, we they really do. They don't want
1: me on their show. Well, Chairman Green, we do want you on our show. Yeah, come on. You,
2: here's an open invitation. Explain this. I believe you have lied to the people of Shreveport, and I need you to come explain it. I think you have lied. Now, I believe Ursula Bowman. I believe Gary Brooks when he says council staff asked for a raise. Gary, this is going to be, I mean, squeeze butt cheeks when y'all go into your next meeting, huh? <laughs> Seriously, it's going to be something. Are you dreading it? No. Are y'all going to kiss and make up, sing Kumbaya? Well, you know, I'm how worried. Is,
1: how is Shreveport City business going to get done now? Thank you. From this day forward, how are you going to address streets
8: and issues in your districts? Well, hopefully, this this all this will all go away soon, and we can go back to conducting city business because that's that's what the citizens want.
2: One more thing, and this is kind of an elephant in the room and and I just got this text and we got a, a message on my email too. Does this have any connection to Reverend Green's church? Do some of these people attend his church and he tends and he stands to benefit if they get pay raises? You don't want to answer How that. How much do you? of the
8: council staff attend his church? I yeah. do not know the answer to that.
2: Is that a suspicion of yours too?
8: Uh, it, not really, no. Doesn't bother you? I know Councilwoman Taylor attends, but I, I don't. I don't have any idea where the staff goes to church.
2: Okay, Gary Brooks. I still want that au gratin recipe. I need you to. I need you to sneak in the kitchen I, I don't and watch have that. It. <laughs> you don't have it. No. You own the joint. Yeah,
1: okay, I don't cook. <laughs> he hires better people than right. than he, he to cook.
2: Yeah. I'm coming by to get some au gratins today. All right. I'll get a of it. Thanks for coming in. Gary appreciate Brooks
1: it. Shreveport City Council. Thank you for coming in. We appreciate your time. Mike and McCarty 101.
0: Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Keele.
2: Wowzer.
1: I know. Wow.
2: The People are sending me popcorn.
1: But Aaron, I, I thought about this earlier. When you've got, you've got a, a you know, a, a boil under your arm, in order for that to heal, you've mm-hmm. got to gotta lance it.
2: <laughs> you want to lance Reverend saying? Green?
1: No. <laughs> don't, don't you, don't.
2: Is that what you're saying? Is he the boil?
1: There has to be some, there has to be some unpleasantness. Things have yeah. to be addressed. You can't yeah. ignore it. Is what I'm saying.
2: You can't just stuff it under the carpet. We've been you ignoring
1: can't. things for for too long, mm-hmm. and and some things are finally coming to light. Yeah, that that need to come to light.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it, it, and that's when the, the things can be addressed.
2: Yeah, I, I I don't know how you get how you go forward from this. You all know, you know, I mean. 90% of us know what Reverend Green said at his news conference.
1: Well, it was, was 30 not minutes. True. It was 30 minutes of making himself the victim, mm-hmm. claiming racism, and he he stated that black people follow different rules. Mhm. Now yeah. I don't think he meant that they don't have to by the rules, I don't think that's what he meant. Right. I I I think I understand his his inference that they're held to different rules. I think yeah. that's what he meant. He's in, he's saying, in fairness.
2: He's saying the administration can violate the charter and nobody right. does anything about it. But when we do something that might,
1: well, I'm trying be, to give him the benefit of the doubt.
2: Uh, you come after us. You come at us. No, it's because you keep lying. You keep adding a lie on top of lie on top other council chairmen have done it. No, that's not true. We have discovered that's not true.
1: Staffers didn't ask for a raise.
2: Oh no, yes they did. That's
1: not true.
2: You're a minister of God. And now you're caught in lie after lie after lie? Please come on our show and explain. Atone. You have lied to this city. You are chairman of this council. You are, whether we like it or not, folks, you're one of the most powerful men in this community. We don't like that. A lot of us don't like that, but you are. Shame on you.
1: Don't like, wouldn't know, wait, don't like being lied to? I I I don't like that he's
2: one of the most powerful men in the city because he's proven that he's not trustworthy.
1: And look, don't call me racist, anybody. If you don't know me, I value character. I don't care your color. Yeah. Believe me, a lot of white folks I don't agree with.
2: Jerry Bowman was a about. great council chairman. He did a great job. Many others, I could go on and on, didn't look at the color of his skin. Right. What are you doing for the city? You're and I told busy.
1: him. You were too busy looking in those green eyes.
2: Leave you know. me alone. I, he's a married man. <laughs> Ursula knows where I live. <laughs> Jerry knows I've had a crush on him for a long time. <laughs> That's all right. It's a whole nother subject. But anyway, I, I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't matter what color your skin is. Are I you agree. doing good with the city? And you know what? We are going to disagree. You're going to want- vote for things that I think ah, you shouldn't have done that. I don't agree with it. But you did it, and you got the votes, and good on you. Let's see if it works. But I'm not going to stand up there and say you're racist because you wanted to do that. How yeah, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Go to church, and, and let's see what happens this weekend. Ugh. Mike,
1: Mike and McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710.